emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Miss the show featuring best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Wynn. First, let's start here. What inspired you to write this book entitled Habits Don't Lie? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Now, what way other than writing a book to get people to understand that we all have our trials and tribulations? Well, my mother used to always talk to me about good and bad habits. The bad habits will build you into doing things that you regret. The good habits will keep you um, engaged and writing. So that first habit was visualize faith. My second habit was to be real. This third habit targets success. The fourth habit is no money, and that's K-N-O-W. The fifth habit is live health. Uh, the sixth habit, which is just win. And the last habit, seven, was think repeat. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Who is Michael Nimmons? Where can I purchase his books? Does he have a blog? Can I leave a comment about the show? subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show? How can I contact him for a speaking engagement? The answer is michaelnimmons.com Check out the new michaelnimmons.com website to listen, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
Leave a comment about the show on the Think It Out Loud radio show page. Read the blog, purchase Pastor Nemes books, and so much more. Hi, I'm Pastor Mike Nemens, and we hope you'll take some time today to visit michaelnemens.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything we have to offer. From our books, to our blog, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and so much more. MichaelNimmons.com, where ministry is our mantra. This is Frederick D. Haynes III, and whenever I'm in the D, Detroit, you know what I've got to do. I've got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, said that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out Thinking Out Loud right here in Detroit. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemes. And you are tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, I am excited. I'm overjoyed today. We are excited for a lot of different reasons. You are in in for a real treat on tonight. I mean, we got a great, great show in store for you. And I'm so glad that you have tuned in to the show on tonight. Before we get to that, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Enjoyed the holiday with their family and friends. Uh, I hope you didn't eat too much. You know, I I don't know about me. I I did eat a I did eat a lot. Um, but I uh, tried not to eat everything. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I enjoyed myself with family and friends. We were in Atlanta for a few days with my wife's family, and um, we're back here in uh, Michigan, and um, excited about um. The holidays, uh, we're moving into the Christmas season, the day after Thanksgiving, obviously, um, you know, and um, I um just excited um, a lot, lot to talk about in this uh, in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And it, by the way, if you miss last week's show, you missed a great Thanksgiving edition featuring my good friend, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Wynn, author of Habits Don't Lie. You heard the snippet uh, at the beginning of the show to kind of give you an idea of uh, what's in his book and what are some of the things he talked about and we talked about uh, during the Thanksgiving edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. But if you missed last week's show and you want to catch up, You can always go to our website, michaelnimmons.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-N-I-M-M-O-N-S.com. 
and listen to past shows, subscribe to the podcast, watch videos, look at photos, read our blog, purchase our books, and so much more. Stop by our website today. Do yourself a favor. Stop by michaelnimmons.com and check out all that we have to offer. I also want to give a quick shout out to all of our blog talk radio listeners and our WDPR 102.4 listening audience as well. You guys are you guys rock. You guys are the best. I thank you so much for listening to us. I'm just I'm just excited guys. Thank you so much for making us a part of your weekly listening lineup. We definitely appreciate it. We really do. We're seeing our numbers go up again with our listeners, and we hope that our shows are being a blessing to you because it's really blessing us as well. We just crossed the 6,000 listens threshold on Blog Talk Radio. 6,000. We're, we're, we're around about... You know, a little over 6,100 now, uh, you know, which simply means that our show has, has, um, our show since last August has been listened to over 6,000 times. <laughs> Woo! I'm still trying to wrap my, my mind around that. And we only have you to thank for this amazing stat. Uh, thank you so much to all of our blog talk radio listeners, to all of our WDPR 102.4 listeners uh, to, to, to those of you who listen to us on the podcast if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music uh, Radio Public Stitcher um, Spotify iHeartRadio, TuneIn wherever you decide to listen to us, we just want to thank you so, so very much for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It is greatly appreciated. Now, we have got a phenomenal show in store for you. Uh, it's through the roof. We are very excited to be sharing with you an interview that we recently had with a man of God that I've admired from afar for a long time now. I consider it an honor and the privilege that he consented to be on our show this evening to talk about a subject that is near and dear to me. Tonight, we'll be sharing with you an interview that we recently had with Dr. Frederick Haynes, Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. We had a great discussion about tonight's topic of politics and the church and the 21st century minister's role. This is a series that we'll be sharing with you over the next few weeks from various pastors and ministers of the gospel. We are in the process of still setting up interviews, but Dr. Hayes, Dr. Haynes is the first in this series of interviews and we want to share with you on tonight. This series will more than likely not come in sequential order, but you'll always know we're discussing this topic when you see it as the title of our next show. But Dr. Haynes is not just a spiritual leader. He is a social leader as well. He's not one that just talks to talk, as I say in our interview, but he is one that walks the walk. And I'm so happy that he is our first guest to kick off this amazing series. We're so happy 
to have him on the show with us on tonight. We'll be sharing part one of his interview with you on tonight. So you got to listen for the next two weeks at least on tonight. And next Tuesday, we'll be sharing with you the conclusion of his interview. So you don't want to miss these next two weeks when we're talking with the one and the only, the incomparable, incredible Dr. Freddie Haynes. What you thinking about? 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 In this week's What Are You Thinking About segment, our first story is about my alma mater, Michigan State University. That's right. It's not about our football program. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know we suck this year. (laughs) Got a lot of things going on. I'm hoping to have a much better season next year than we had this year. Hopefully, D'Antonio will make the necessary personnel changes with his co-offensive coordinators to uh, put MSU in a better spot to win games next season. But we start off with a story that broke by the Detroit News on yesterday. The former MSU president, Dr. Luann K. Luann Dr. Luann K. Simon uh, was arraigned in connection to the Larry Nassar case. According to the Detroit News, President Luanna K. Simon appeared Monday in the same Eaton County courtroom where dozens of young women testified about Larry Nassar's sexual abuse where the serial pedophile was last seen in public after his criminal proceedings ended. Simon, 71, was arraigned on charges that alleged she lied about what she knew about Nassar, the former university sports doctor now known as one of the most notorious sex offenders in history after sexually abusing young women for decades under the guise of medical treatment. Is this the next step in getting the closure these young women need to put this whole Larry Nassar case behind them I'm wondering you know not sure there was obviously some very powerful people at MSU that let this go on way too long I mean it's it's unexcusable inexcusable including former president Luana K. Simon and it's sad to see this type of thing take place at my university and to see how sloppily This was handled by adults who were supposed to be looking out for our young people's best interests. School administrators that really should have known better. While this might be a step in the right direction by punishing all of those who were directly and indirectly involved. The sexual abuse from Dr. Larry Nassar imposed upon those young ladies will never, ever be forgotten. Unfortunately, it's a scar that will probably leave uh, that that these young ladies will live with for the rest of their lives. The impact of this cannot be underestimated. I still applaud the bravery and courage of those uh, women who spoke out at the hearing and added their voice to the record and let it be known how this horrible man has negatively affected them. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the families of the victims of this sexual abuser 
and sexual abuse. And we pray that God will heal them both physically, mentally, and most importantly, spiritually. And they get the restitution and closure they so deserve. All right, fam. Have you heard the new music from gospel artist Diedrich Hatton? <laughs> Have you heard this new song he's working on for his, for the Christmas holidays? If not, you can check it out. Check out a clip of it on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. If you missed it, gospel music artist Deidre Hagen, who's brought you songs like This Is The Day, Chain Breaker, Church on the Moon, A Billion People, now has a new song for married couples. He calls it Baby Making Music, entitled Let's Make Love on Christmas. Yeah. And no, it's not an R&B song, but it's a gospel song with very sexually explicit lyrics. The song is called Let's Make Love on Christmas. Let's Make Love on Christmas. Stars are shining bright to set the mood for you and I. Let's Make Love on Christmas underneath the mistletoe. I won't let go until you feel the love between us. What? <laughs> We've been staring at each other all day, thinking of what we're going to do when the kids go to bed. I can't wait to lay you down and get between those legs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Haven't been naughty. I'm nice. Been a good leader. Special lights. Just call me Santa Cause her milk and cookies I'ma eat them up Really Dietrich Really <laughs> Woo See what I mean Very sexually explicit lyrics Do you think this is appropriate For a Christmas song from a gospel artist I asked the question on my Facebook pages soliciting feedback from friends about the song and here are some of the things that they had to say Doris Westfield said seems like he's finally singing what he truly wants to sing about hmm uh, Kenneth Brown said why call it a Christmas album just come out and say I want to write raunchy R&B music <laughs> right uh, Quartus Henderson If Bishop Jakes can do satin sheets What's wrong with this He did He did say it was for married couples only That's what Quartus Henderson said um, uh, uh, Tay Iris uh, My cousin uh, I'm personally not against him doing R&B music What irritates me is that It's supposed to be a Christmas song it has nothing to do with Christmas. Christ must. I like that. Christ must. Mas. And, and, and really what she's saying is that Christmas means more Christ. Mas in Spanish means more. More Christ. If you want to sing R&B, just do it. And that seems to be the prevailing message in a lot of what I'm hearing here. 
Um, Charles uh, Chinchilla Heart said flesh on display. Um, Brandon Slaughter said extra. Um, Pullum Group Tax Firm said, well, TD Jakes had 50,000 women to buy whatever he's selling, but becoming an R&B singer in your 40s is not impossible, but it is no easy task. And then Stephanie Bennett says, so what do y'all make? All, <laughs> so what did y'all make y'all kids to? <laughs> Baby making music Let's stop with the hypocrisy Cause y'all extra churchy folks Didn't make love to your wife or husband To down through the years <laughs> Let's be real It's a it's a song for couples When we talk about sex in the church It's a problem Why is that though? Sex isn't the main thing in a marriage But it plays a big role These are just some of the comments That came across our Facebook page and we thought we'd share them with you in regards to the question of you know is this song appropriate for Christian married couples hmm, that's a, I mean I don't know you tell me I you know various sexually explicit lyrics I still say that and um, I see it from both sides though but what what do Christian married couples listen to when they want to be intimate you know uh, most probably don't listen to anything Or they put on some R&B or some smooth jazz But sex always is considered to be Sex is always considered to be taboo in the church You know, we know everyone's having it But it's not something that we as Christians are willing to talk about Is Diedrich trying to get us to talk openly about sex as Christians? What do you think he's trying to do with this new song? <laughs> I'm interested to get your thoughts and comments on this. If you're interested, go to www.michaelnemons.com and uh, forward slash TOL radio show, and you can always leave us a comment about uh, this and any of our shows as well. We love to get your comments and feedback. Um, and our final story. The Flying Pastor. That's right, Flying Pastor. Uh, there's a video circulating of a pastor from a mega church. And not exactly sure who or what the name of the church is and where, but the pastor is seen in the video flying over the congregation. He's connected to uh, a zip line in the rafters of the church as a part of his morning sermon to his congregation. And when I first saw this, I. What first person that came to mind was my own pastor, Bishop Charles Ellis, and his illustrated sermons, which are extremely effective at Greater Grace Temple. Everyone loves to be able to visualize your message or your sermon. And yes, there is a great percentage of entertainment value that's factored into any sermon uh, that's preached. Uh, but uh, Bishop Ellis in Greater Grace is known around the country for its awesome illustrated sermons. The Whip Hammer and Cross to Helen Back, just to name a few. Um, and we're we're and we are not only the church that does this type of ministry, as you can see by the video uh, that's that's been circulating and probably went viral by now uh, across the web. But if you want to see the video of this pastor flying. Through the sanctuary, just go to again our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show. Thinking out loud radio show. 
And um, these are obvious. There are obvious, rather, advantages to these types of sermons. Sometimes the pastor incorporates members of the church to participate as actors and actresses as a way for the congregation to participate in his, his or her sermon. The theatrical element is a great part as well. If done right, the message itself might be more impactful than just a regular preached sermon. The entertainment value, of course, is elevated during the sermons like these. However, the drawback or the danger of these types of sermons is that sometimes the entertainment value is elevated higher than the message itself. And then and that and that can become more and then it can become more entertainment than ministry. And for me, that's a problem. Whenever what we do in the church is elevated higher than ministry, then it really becomes more about the person than ministry. And another point I like to mention is when which I think is equally as important the constant topping factor that comes into play when you're constantly employing illustrated sermons as a ministry tool. You're always looking at ways to top what you did before or that may be in the back of someone else's mind that's watching for the benefit of the entertainment value which directly affects the people. You want to get the shock value from the people seeing you fly across the sanctuary or walk through simulated flames and that ultimately does not win a person to Christ. We said in one of our earlier shows and I and I thought of the week Jesus gave gave us the recipe for soul winning if I be lifted up above the earth I will draw all men unto me. So yes, I applaud pastors and ministers who are creative and innovative in their ministry approach. I mean, we say all the time that the ministry methods can and will change. I mean, they have to in order to, um, you know, keep up with the changing times as long as the message of Jesus Christ stays the same. But in all of this, we must continue to keep the main thing, the main thing, and that is Jesus Christ. If you want to make a comment or if you have a question about any of the topics that we've discussed during this What Are You Thinking About segment, uh, or for the entire show for that matter, go to michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL radio show. You're going to see a comments box on that page. We would love to hear from you. Or drop us a line at contact at michaelnemons.com. Contact at michaelnemons.com. We love to get your feedback as well. Well, guys, we're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're going to be sharing with you part one of our interview with the incomparable, incredible Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. This is an interview you don't want to miss. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchie! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington When you have the munchies, call munchies! Mr. Show featuring Pastor Thomas Brockenberry of WDPR 102.4. Tell us about some of the shows that are on your internet radio station. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. They can find the radio station at www.wdpr102. Com. We currently have four major shows, Counterculture, and that's my show, and it runs from 12.30 uh, p.m. to 1.30 p.m. You also have uh, on on Tuesdays, and it's called Cooking Chicken. It's a 30-minute show. He's talking about local sports in our area. Then we have the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's hosted by you, Pastor Michael Nimmons. Your show airs on Friday at 8 p.m. Also on Saturday, we have a show out of Baltimore, Maryland, uh, entitled The After Church Show. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. What's up, fam? This is Pastor Mike Nimmers of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to be inspired, if you want to be motivated, if you want to be uplifted, then you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have great guests, great discussion, great interviews, and you're inspired and empowered all in the same show. That's why you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash thinkingoutloudradio. And now you can listen to the show on WDPR 102.4 every Friday at 8 p.m. Stream the show at www.wdpr102.4.com. Or check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. 
It's the best alternative to whatever you're listening to, guaranteed. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Miss the show featuring educator and administrator, Dr. Andre Townsend. I truly enjoy hearing uh, the video bumping. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. What's two plus two? We do this for the kids, and how about you? Hey, they work hard all day, and left us in the core like ELA. Hey. Oh, thanks, man. That's a, that is that is very huge. It's a, it's a game changer when you're talking about um, influencing young people's lives. I think the most important thing. You got to love kids, man. You just got to love them. And when I became a young man, I thought it was, um, I owed it to the world to pay it forward and do for young people what was done for me to help change the trajectory of my life. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. This is Mike Nemes of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch our show every Friday at 8 p.m. on WDPR 102.4 to stream the show. Just log on to the website at www.wdpr102.4.com. WDPR 102.4, the station bringing you Jesus Christ with a purpose. With my man, Pastor Thomas Brockenberry. Don't you dare touch that dial. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. All right, family, we are back on a very special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we have, as I said before the break, a very powerful man of God on the line with us on tonight. And I am just excited um, that he's consented to be on the show with, with us as we begin our discussion Uh, In this new series called Politics and the Church The 21st century uh, role of the minister And we have a man who is truly the embodiment Of what uh, that is uh, for 2018 I am excited uh, that uh, Dr. Frederick Douglass Haynes III Pastor of uh, Friendship West Baptist Church is on the line with us on tonight. And I just want to give 
him a quick introduction. I'm sure many of you already know who he is, but to all of our Blog Talk Radio and WDPR 102.4 listeners, I just want to give him a proper introduction before we bring him on the line. Frederick Douglas Haynes III is a prophetic pastor, passionate leader, social activist, and eloquent orator an educator engaged in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, fighting against racial injustice, committed to economic justice and empowerment in underserved communities and touching and transforming the lives of the disenfranchised. For 35 years, Dr. Haynes has served as a visionary and innovative senior pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Under his servant leadership, the ministry and membership have grown from less than 100 members in 1983 to over 12,000. I want you to give a warm, thinking out loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show and pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, Dr. Freddie Haynes. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Dr. Haynes. Wow, thank you, thank you. It is truly an honor and a privilege for you to be on our show with us on tonight. We have been a long time admirer of yours and your ministry. And I just can't tell you uh, how excited I am for you to be on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We were introduced to your ministry through the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I, uh, Ricky Smiley is a dear brother, beloved, and friend. And it's it's really an honor that he because his faith is so strong and he has a faith that shows up uh, in justice work, in politics, but he also, you know, wanted to make sure that even during a hip-hop, you know, radio program that, you know, God had an opportunity to speak and inspire. And so uh, I've been, you know, kicking it with Rick for many years now, and he always has insisted if he's going to do a show, uh, that he has a segment on there uh, that he calls the praise break. And so I respect him, love him, and, and I'm grateful uh, to God that through that uh, I got hooked up uh, with the one and only Michael Nimmons. <laughs> I really and truly consider that a compliment. Thank you so much, Dr. Freddie Haynes. Uh, again, we're excited to have you on the show with us on tonight and for those that are listening dr haynes is not just a spiritual leader but he is also a social leader as well and um a great first guest in this new series that we're calling politics and the church on the thinking out loud radio show and so with that in mind uh let's start here i want to know from you dr haynes um we started this a new series politics in the church um, in large part because of the current administration and what uh, he is doing in this country and the direction that our country is headed so I want to know from you I want you to put into 
words and terms uh, and characterize uh, the political climate of these United States? Well, I would put it like uh, Cornel West. He brilliantly says that uh, we have witnessed the eclipse of decency, honesty, and integrity. And as far as I'm concerned, within that eclipse, uh, we have, are now in the chaotic shadows of emboldened racism. Uh, there is a, uh, a, a viciousness uh, that where people feel really it's okay uh, to be racist. Uh, unfortunately, in both what, Cal- uh, not California, but in Florida and in Georgia, uh, we witnessed those who won statewide offices uh, basically have that Trumplican mindset where, again, racism is okay. And so racism is emboldened. Uh, tonight, uh, we all know that Mississippi uh, will elect you know, their next senator. And, of course, one of the candidates has been very Trump-like in her racist commentary. So, so we're, we're, we're in these shadows of emboldened racism, not to mention predatory patriarchy, uh, so that, you know, toxic masculinity uh, infects and affects women. And unfortunately, uh, he's made it okay, seemingly. And that is why, you know, he was able to get away with nominating uh, a sexual predator who now sits on the Supreme Court uh, but he himself uh, is the sexual predator-in-chief. Uh, not only that, but you have this unvarnished greed uh, that the greedy get rewarded while the needy get exploited. And that is the kind of climate uh, we find ourselves in. I guess the last one would be, for me, this ugly xenophobia. I mean, who would think that the strongest military on the planet would be used uh, troops sent to the border in the name of you know protecting our borders, uh, but basically to tear gas children and women, and you know use as a political weapon you know those who are trying to get away from terror and horror and a nightmare of poverty and violence, and they run into you know, a nightmare of a nightmare of violence. So uh, that's the ugly political climate we find ourselves in. Uh, it's 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 an environment that anyone with a conscience, I would hope, would be concerned about. And it really speaks to you know the last sermon that Dr. King was writing uh, that was found in his uh, suit jacket uh, pocket. And that is, he was saying, why America may go to hell. Uh, And right now, America is doing some hellish stuff in this political climate. And it's the kind of hellish stuff that will cause Jesus to say, I was hungry, uh, and you cut aid to dependent children. I was thirsty, and you poisoned the water in Flint, Michigan, and in other places. I was a stranger, and you built a wall. And we're going to say, okay, Lord, when do we do this? And he's going to say, and as much as you did it to the least of these, you've also done it to me. So that, for me, is a long answer to your short question, but it reflects the ugliness and the seriousness of the sick political climate we find ourselves in. Wow. Wow. I could not have said it 
better myself. I am, again, so honored to have Dr. Freddie Haynes uh, on the show with us on tonight, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Uh, We're on tonight talking about this critical subject of politics and the church, and he just um, really laid it out for us, the political climate that is uh, going on in these United States. Um, You know, I wanted to know from you, Dr. Haynes, the black church um, historically um, has been uh, the epicenter for um, uh, the civil rights movement back in the 1960s. Black leaders like Dr. King used this platform of the black church to move the mission and objectives of the civil rights movement further. Um, I want to know from you, does the black church today have this same ministry assignment? Oh, without question. If, if we're going to be true to our uh, legacy uh, inheritance, I mean, the black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, Scripture, I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so for me, uh, if the black church is to be true, to its legacy uh, and inheritance, it must be on the front lines in the fight for social justice. And when you fight for justice, inevitably uh, you're going to uh, deal with, you know, politics. And it calls for us to be the light of the world uh, in these darkening shadows of political chaos we find ourselves in uh, even right now. So without a doubt, uh, if we are to be true to, and, and recently I was in a conversation with colleagues, and we just basically have, dis, have come to uh, discover and decide uh, there's a difference between the black church and churches that are black. Uh, there are churches with black people who really ain't about the black church life. And the black church life uh, picks up the mantle of Martin Luther King Jr., Ida B. Wells, Fannie Lou Hamer, uh, uh, Jarena Lee, uh, not to mention Richard Allen and Absalom Jones, and all of those who use their faith in public and prophetic witness to make this world a better place, even if it meant, you know, shining their light in the darkness of the political arena. So, you know, you can't read the Bible without an understanding that. You know, we're supposed to be engaged uh, in making the world a better place, and sometimes that will pit us against Caesar. Sometimes we will have to take a stand against Herod and Pilate. Uh, We'll have to tell, you know, the king, uh, as Nathan did, thou art the man. We'll have to tell Pharaoh, as Moses did, let God's people go. So there's no way that you're going to call yourself a person of faith a Christian uh, who is not engaged and involved uh, in impacting the world 
even if it means prophetically speaking truth to power uh, and dealing with those who are politics uh, politicians in high places. You're tuned in to the In All Out Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Who is Michael Nimmons? Where can I purchase his books? Does he have a blog? Can I leave a comment about the show? How can I subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show? How can I contact him for a speaking engagement? The answer is michaelnimmons.com. Check out the new michaelnimmons.com website to listen, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Leave a comment about the show on the Thinking Out Loud radio show page. Read the blog, purchase Pastor Nimmons books, and so much more. Hi, I'm Pastor Mike Nimmons, and we hope you'll take some time today to visit michaelnimmons.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything we have to offer. From our books, to our blog, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and so much more. MichaelNimmons.com, where ministry is our mantra. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give young people a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, job and skills training, empowerment sessions, and much more. Help support the Vision Initiative by donating to this worthwhile cause. Just go to facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative and make a donation to assist in helping inner city and urban youth see themselves in a whole new way. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Have you purchased Michael Nimmons' new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making, endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insight shared by Michael Nimmons will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. 
As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Miss the show featuring motivational speaker, author, and coach Jonathan Banks. I want you to tell us a little bit more about your book, Raise Your GPA, God's Way to Win in School and Life. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. There are so many inspirational scriptures that deal with the holistic young person. And unfortunately, we have offered them a false choice as if they can only be successful in God or in grades. That's never been the true measure of success. Success is always God and grades. In fact, I read in the Bible that God wants us to be the head and not the tail, the lender, not the borrower, above and not beneath. You're tuned in to the Think Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. I know you are enjoying our interview with Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Let's get back into part one of his interview dealing with the subject of politics and the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you 100 um, percent that that is the case that churches and ministers and pastors and the like uh, should be uh, speaking truth to power. And um, uh, if it means going against the grain and going against uh, the politics of uh, the country um, to stand for right, then that's what you have to do. Uh, just again, so ex excited and thrilled to have uh, Pastor, Doc, uh, Pastor and Dr. Freddie Haynes with us on the show with us on tonight. I know you are enjoying our interview. Uh, and if you are, go to our website right now as you're listening to this interview, www.michaelnimmons.com. Leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you. Again, we're so happy to have him on the show. I want to give you a hypothetical um, Dr. Haynes, um, a few months ago, maybe back during the summer, uh, there was a collection of ministers, black pastors and ministers that met with uh, President Trump uh, in the Oval Office. Well, uh, met with him. I'm not sure if it was an Oval Office or not, but they uh, had what, what really amounted to be just a photo op um, with the president. And I want to know from you, I mean, they got a lot of flack uh, for being there and um, nothing much was accomplished. But I want to know from you, Dr. Haynes, if you were an invited minister uh, to the Trump White House, um, 
what would you first question is do you go and and number two if you do decide to go what should your agenda be when you're seated at the table with President Donald Trump so let me just uh, hasten to say I I don't know uh, many of the uh, pastors who were seated at the table uh, personally I know one or two and I have had, you know, full disclosure conversations with them, and so what I'm about to say, uh, they would already know. And the first question is, would I accept an invitation? And the answer is no. Uh, Donald Trump is an amoral liar. Uh, he, being amoral uh, and being a liar, which is a very dangerous combination, you can never trust him. And he's also egomaniacal, and because he is egomaniacal and a narcissist, you know that, you know, to meet with him, you basically are there for his benefit. Uh, you are there, as you so well stated, for a photo op. And if I'm going to take a selfie or pictures, he's not someone I want to take a picture with. Uh, if I'm going to do a photo op, it's going to be with someone I'd be proud to be on the picture with, and I would not ever be proud to be in a photo op with him. Uh, most importantly, and this is what I share with my colleagues who went, uh, I did write an open letter, and I had many sign on to it, uh, to them, and one of the things that I stated was, because they were talking about how important it was to be seated at the table, well, there's some tables you don't want to sit at. And that's a table, as long as he is the host, I will never eat from that table. Uh, I don't want to. And it's almost like, and my biblical reference is this, Jesus of Nazareth was dealing with an amoral, uh, egomaniacal, uh, narcissist in Herod, King Herod. And the Bible says that when Jesus stood before Herod, he did not even speak to him. He's brought to him in this trial, and we all know the story, but he's the one person in all of Scripture that Jesus totally ignored. And you ignore someone who is amoral, uh, who politically you know, has an agenda, that has nothing to do with, you know, the advancement of God's work and God's will. And again, and, I, and, I, and I'll put it to you like this, to show you what a big lie and facade that was, you know, they're talking about what? Prison reform. Ha, ha, ha. But you have as your attorney general Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, who of course has been released, fired. Uh, but not fired because of what he was doing, but fired because he did not conform to what, you know, 46 minus 1 thought he should do as it relates to this whole investigation that's going on. But in the meantime, when you look at what Sessions was doing to the criminal justice system, rolling back all of the reforms that had been done under President Obama, especially as it relates to policing, 
and yet you're sitting at the table discussing police reform with someone whose attorney general is already engaging in policies or, 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 or pushing policies that roll back consent decrees, that roll back all of the advances that have been made in the prior administration. I mean, it's a joke. It's a lie. And so the meeting was a lie. And so if he invites me to a meeting to discuss prison reform, I'm saying no, no, you know, no, because I know you're joking. I know it's a photo op. I know you're not serious. I know you're amoral. You ain't got no problem lying and then telling a lie about the lie that you told, saying that you did not lie. And that kind of liar cannot be entrusted with truth. And so with that being the case, you know, my first, but the answer to your first question is no, I would not go. Uh, I would send a letter. And the letter I would send would basically outline an agenda for what he could do that represents real policing reform. And the first thing I would say is get it to your attorney general because your attorney general is the one who's in charge of all of that. So, you know, for me, you w if, if you hear that I'm in a meeting with Donald Trump, know that somebody's impersonating me or that I have been uh, – a victim of the invasion of the body snatchers and someone has taken over my body and it ain't me because that is not something that I would ever do. <laughs> Woo, man. <laughs> I, uh, I agree with you, doc. I agree with you. Um, that would definitely be an easy invitation to turn down, um, in that regard. But, uh, again, I know you are enjoying our interview with uh, Pastor Dr. Freddie Haynes of uh, Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. We're talking politics and the church, and he is just laying uh, so much wisdom and insight uh, on this political climate and what we as ministers, what we as pastors and what we as a black church should be doing speaking truth to power so happy to have him on the thinking out loud radio show and so dr haynes there was a gentleman there uh at that particular meeting who made a statement that i really uh took pause with and uh really uh, really didn't really understand where he was coming from he made a statement i'm sure you uh recall this he said donald trump may be the most pro-black president in our nation's history especially given the fact that he does how what do you think of this statement that donald trump may be the most pro-black president in our nation's history especially given the fact that he doesn't have any blacks currently working on his white house staff right and especially given the fact that uh this same person who's supposed to be you know the most pro-black president has done so much anti-black uh, stuff uh, from attacking many of our outstanding black activists, public servants. Uh, I think, you know, you, when, when you talk about someone being pro-black, uh, I seriously doubt if they would, you know, say that, you know, athletes who are taking a knee and taking a stand against racial injustice ought to be fired, uh, and we know they're black. Uh, there's nothing pro-black about that. That's anti-black. 
you're talking about the same person who, again, I'm looking at his policies. His policies have hurt our community. His policies have, you know, done nothing but reflect the racism that helped him ride into office. I mean, he rode into office. His political career began because he questioned, you know, the what, the authenticity and credibility and legitimacy of the nation's first black president. You know, he's the one who became the, first, the face of the birther movement, and that was inherently racist. There's nothing pro-black about that. And then he gets into office, and again, he continues. Uh, we all know what happened in Charlottesville, and he said there are good people on both sides, you know, fine people on both sides, a direct quote. Uh, meaning find people who were, you know, engaging in racist vitriol. Uh, I, I, again, I cannot say that this person is pro-black. Uh, and I could just call the role, man, of what he has done to insult black people. Uh, it's almost as if he has declared war on black people. And so I would say instead of being the most pro-black president we've had, uh, he's the first one in quite some time uh, to blatantly declare war on black people and the black community. And so I hope we understand what T.I. meant when he said a war has been declared on us and we didn't even know it. We better wake up and know it because this man has declared war on us and in every war the first casualty is truth. And so when someone in the office you know, in, in, uh, invited around the table, you know, brown noses and says he's the pro most pro-black president, uh, we already know that truth has been a casualty. And unfortunately, you know, this person, you know, had the nerve to, you know, brown nose, and I guess he wanted to, you know, brown nose as deep as he could, and he mm -hmm. went on to lie and what? Engage in hyperbole and say, you know, this is the most pro-black president ever. And even the devil knows that's a lie. Uh, the <laughs> devil won't even uh, buy into that lie. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just taken aback when I heard uh, that statement made about Donald Trump and, uh, and, and, you know, there was absolutely no truth to that statement whatsoever and I don't believe any of the pastors seated around there uh, took that statement seriously either but no one had the courage to uh, <laughs> no one had the courage to check him uh, when that was said I, I just I couldn't believe it it was silence heard everywhere including that table and, and, and for me silence I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I got to quote Dr. King now. There comes a time, you know, when si to be silent is to be complicit. You know, it was very disappointing that no one spoke up because there was definite shade thrown at former President Obama while trying to give shine to this current occupant of the White House. And, again, for no one to speak up, and say, now you done gone a little bit too far, and we can't go along with that. And so it added to the circus that, you know, for me, I never want to see our colleagues subjected to. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ is already under attack, and when we participate in a charade and become a part of a circus, eventually you get clowned. And I'm simply saying 
that, you know, in that photo op, seated around the table, were honorable men and women of God, and unfortunately, they got clowned by the liar-in-chief. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Mr. Show, where we talked the Queen of Soul and the Detroit Youth Choir. A lot of things on the table to discuss on today. We're going to be remembering Aretha Franklin throughout the show. And they actually did an article on me, Jan, as well, for um, what happened to me with Aretha Franklin. So I just count it an honor and a privilege to be able to be in her presence during um, during that time and be able to have that experience. And I think that's something I know that's something that I that I will never forget. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, has inspired me and my organization uh, in so many ways. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Michael Wynn, Habit Success Strategist, international speaker, and best-selling author of Habits Don't Lie. It is an honor to be on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Connect today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Connect, a tax service designed with you in mind.
don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. This is Mike Nimmons of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch our show every Friday at 8 p.m. on WDPR 102.4. To stream the show, just log on to the website at www.wdpr1024.com. WDPR 102.4, the station bringing you Jesus Christ with a purpose. With my man, Pastor Thomas Brockenberry. Don't you dare touch that dial. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Let's hear the conclusion of part one of his interview dealing with the subject of politics and the church. Before the game, there were protests. In the wake of the shooting of Botham Jean by a Dallas police officer, protesters have taken over a Dallas City Council meeting. They have blocked streets in Dallas, and tonight, protesters took their message to the doorsteps of AT&T Stadium. Aaron Jones is live for us in Arlington tonight with that story. Aaron? And tonight, protesters were dressed for a funeral with two caskets in tow. They arrived here at AT&T Stadium to take a knee. Here uh, to memorialize. Sunday night, two coffins arriving at AT&T Stadium before the start of the Cowboys-Giants game. They represent the persons of uh, Bolton Jean and O'Shea Terry. We're symbolically bringing them to this game. That we will stand so that we don't have any more of these caskets. Protesters praying, seeking not only justice for Jean, who was killed by Officer Amber Geiger in his apartment, but Terry, who was fatally shot by an Arlington police officer after he started driving away during a traffic stop. Come to make sure that their names are never forgotten. This group demanding Geiger be fired and charged with murder, also asking for reform within the media and law enforcement across the country. We also come with an invitation to Jerry Jones, that Prescott, to the entire Cowboys organization to join us in the fight for justice to ensure that these tragedies not continue to befall our community. In honor of the legacy of these two young men, let us take a knee. We pray on the Father that the outcome of this week will be more positive than it was last week. And tonight's march was peaceful. However, Arlington police tell us they did arrest nine protesters not associated with that funeral procession protest for obstructing traffic. Reporting live in Arlington tonight, Aaron Jones, CBS 11 News. 
A sea of raised fists and silence outside AT&T Stadium tonight. Hundreds taking a knee, trying to put the focus back on the original meeting of NFL protests. Welcome to News 8 at 10 tonight. I'm Marisa Vedra. This Sunday, it was the public, not the players, taking a stand. First at church, then outside of the Cowboys game tonight. Nearly 1,000 expected to gather. And among those there are Todd Unger. They marched with purpose on Sunday evening, but this isn't so much about the walk as it is the destination. The iconic statue of Tom Landry outside of AT&T Stadium. Of the United States of America and to the Republic. They number in the hundreds and say they're here on this night to take a knee during the anthem for the Cowboys players inside the stadium who cannot. This stadium is owned by Jerry Jones, a brilliant owner, a patriot, I believe, but at the same time one who does not allow others to express their patriotism. Pastor Frederick, or Freddie Haynes, is the voice of the group. You fulfill that dream to God, and some of them feel like that dream is now a nightmare to God because they can't share their voice. But But earlier Sunday, at a prayer rally and meeting ahead of the demonstration, it's evident the Coalition for Justice and Justice for All movement has many voices that share the same concerns. We're about to pray for the families of those who were victims of Uh, injustice and police brutality. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, an outspoken critic of NFL players that have kneeled during the anthem, tonight proudly stood, as did most everyone inside the stadium. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty, justice for all! But outside, shoulder to shoulder, it was a knee and a gesture and what the group says is a peaceful way to raise awareness. Let's focus on police reform. Let's focus on criminal justice reform. Let's focus on ending mass incarceration. As you might imagine, there was a very heavy security presence. Certainly it looked like more than usual, but we understand there were no reported incidents during the demonstration. Reporting in Arlington tonight, Todd Unger, Channel 8 News. It's not just Arlington. We saw protests in other NFL cities this Sunday, both on the field and outside the stadium. This was the scene in Houston, where social justice groups rallied and took a knee outside Energy Stadium as the Texans played inside. Hmm. Wow. That is so unfortunate. That is so unfortunate. We definitely were expecting more from those uh, men uh, as well. I'm sure those uh, members of this con- of their congregations were expecting more from them as well. I know you are enjoying our interview with uh, Dr. Freddie Haynes, pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. We're so happy to have him on the show with us on tonight. We're talking politics and the church. This is a conversation that I have been longing and waiting to have with not just him, but other ministers and pastors as well. But certainly we're happy to have him on as the first uh, installment of this series uh, in uh, conversations about the subject of politics and the church. And um, we said earlier that you're not just a spiritual leader, but you are 
uh, what I consider a social leader as well. Um, Dr. Haynes, your church recently participated in a couple of silent protests on behalf of the NFL players who chose to took a knee taken the rather during the national anthem and for police shooting victim Botham Shim Jean. Members of your congregation at Friendship West marched outside of AT&T Stadium and even took a knee. I want you to tell our listeners about those protests and why you feel they were so important. Well, and thank you again for uh, even bringing that up. Uh, unfortunately, we've seen the NFL resort to plantation politics with, you know, Big Massa being, you know, 46 minus 1. And I'm ashamed because right here in Dallas, uh, the owner of the Cowboys uh, has become the overseer on the plantation. And, you know, last year he made a statement uh, about, you know, his players would not be allowed to protest. And so for me it was important that, if they could not, and I'm going to respect the fact that, you know, it's their job, they have to, you know, obey their boss, uh, but since they couldn't, then we would stand up for them. And so we organized a uh, protest, and we took about 1,500 uh, out to the stadium. We had a bus caravan of over 25 uh, big buses uh, that went to the stadium, and we took a knee. Uh, during the national anthem on a Sunday night game. And it was a powerful experience. And, you know, I really am grateful uh, for the support, not only of our church, uh, but members of the community who joined with us. And uh, even uh, Shani O'Neill, Basketball Wives of L.A., she uh, heard about it and she came down and she has continued uh, to offer her support. Uh, that was last year. This year, uh, I was livid, and, you know, Jerry Jones decided to take it to another level during training camp, and he made the statement that, you know, the Cowboys had to have their toe on the line and all that mess. And then, unfortunately, uh, the quarterback uh, decided that he would uh, echo uh, the sentiments of his owner, and there was no way that we could not, again, take a stand because what's really unfortunate is that Jerry Jones nor the quarterback of the Cowboys, uh, Dak Prescott, have said anything about the issues that caused Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, and other NFL players to use their platform and protest racial injustice, especially when it comes to policing. And for me, you know, it's most egregious that Jerry Jones and uh, you know, Dak Prescott and the other members of the Dallas Cowboys said nothing uh, when a young 15-year-old was shot and killed by a police officer right here in Dallas County. Uh, and the police officer lied and said that, you know, this young cat who was leaving a party was backing into uh, them. And, of course, the police video revealed that he was lying. Jerry Jones said nothing about that. Dak Prescott said nothing about that. Uh, and then, of course, you mentioned, you know, 26-year-old Botham, uh, who, for all intents and purposes, is your perfect victim. Uh, Botham John is minding his business in his apartment complex and gets shot by a police officer who claims that she was in the wrong apartment. 
And again, Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott have nothing to say about that, but they want the Cowboys to put their toes on the line during the national anthem while ignoring what that anthem is supposed to stand for, while ignoring what the flag is supposed to represent, and that's liberty and justice for all. And so when he did it this year, you know, I wrote him an open letter, and not only that, but uh, we went out there again. But this time we took coffins and, uh, I mean, caskets, I should say, and we took the caskets out there and we marched. Uh, and again, during the national anthem, uh, we not only took a knee, uh, but we had a uh, memorial service for Botham and for another young man who had been shot right there uh, in Arlington. His name escapes me right now. Please forgive me. Uh, mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that, you know, it's very hypocritical to insist that we respect a symbol but we ignore the substantive message behind the symbol. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, even though I've been a fan of the Dallas Cowboys for most of my life, when Jerry Jones made that statement and Dak Prescott had his back, you know, I can no longer support the NFL and I can no longer be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. And so a number of us have boycotted the NFL over the last two years, and I officially you know, gave up my, you know, fandom of the Dallas Cowboys because, I'll be honest with you, I am more a fan of justice than I ever will be of a football team. Wow. Wow. There you there you are. I mean, the, those are some powerful words from a powerful servant of God. And certainly we are very happy to have Dr. Freddie Haynes on the show with us on tonight and I completely agree with your sentiments um, and again I couldn't have thought of a, a better person to kick this series off of politics and the church because you're not just someone that talks to talk but you definitely walk the walk and one thing I admire about you is you have uh, definitely shown that in today's church uh, you have to have both the spiritual and social component in order to be an effective ministry. And I, I'm totally appreciative of, uh, of that and uh, of the ministry uh, that you have in the, in Dallas, Texas. So uh, Dr. Haynes, we're so happy to have you on the show with us on tonight. And if you are um, listening and you would like to leave us a comment or even ask a question go to our website at www.michaelnimmons.com forward slash TOL radio show that's our thinking out loud radio show page you can be able to leave us a comment or send us a question about tonight's show I know you are enjoying it as much as I am Dr. Haynes um, I want to know from you why do you think the white evangelicals have been uh, so quiet about uh, the president and all of his moral failings. And yet they were so loud and critical of former President Barack Obama's every move while in office. Does it really boil down to the color of his skin? Uh, without a doubt. Uh, as a matter of fact, Dr. King in his you know last book, Where Do We Go From Here?, 
you know, said that, you know, many white Christians are more white than they are Christian, and I would dare say they are more white than they are evangelical. And so with that being the case, their whiteness colors their politics, their whiteness colors their evangelicalism, and that is why I maintain that they evidently are worshiping a different God because they have ignored everything they used to lift up as values, you know, family values to support this man, and they've been rendered quiet uh, as he is engaged in some of the most ugly, uh, you know, activities, policies, I mean, for them to be quiet as children are separated from families, for them to be quiet as, as mothers and children are tear gassed down at the border, not to mention for them to be quiet, you know, when he's engaged in racist vitriol. And at the same time, you're talking about someone who has bragged on his sexual exploits and you know, his exploitation of women, and they say nothing. They have nothing to say about that. And in President Barack Obama, you have a family man who married to one wife, good father to his children, and they were anti-Obama. And the more I think about it, they were anti-Obama because they were anti-Obama's skin color. And they are pro-Trump because Trump is a white nationalist. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, they are the same. And it, and it, and it breaks my heart, but, you know, Dr. King warned us about them uh, back in the 50s and 60s. And the sad reality, their offspring continue in ministry to this day. And that is why, again, as Dr. King said, White evangelicals are a whole lot more white than they ever will be evangelical, and their whiteness is going to always color their evangelicalism to the point where their whiteness becomes like, and this is real old school, so forgive me for my age uh, right <laughs> here, but when we used to type on a typewriter, if we made a mistake, uh, we'd use white out. And I would just dare suggest that on uh, the transcript, of their faith, they have used white out to blot out evangelicalism and the Christianity of Jesus Christ. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. MichaelNimmons.com website to listen, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Leave a comment about the show on the Thinking Out Loud radio show page. Read the blog. 
purchase Pastor Nemes books and so much more. Hi, I'm Pastor Mike Nemens, and we hope you'll take some time today to visit michaelnemens.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything we have to offer. From our books, to our blog, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and so much more. MichaelNimmons.com, where ministry is our mantra. Miss the show where we talk mental health and bullying with licensed counselor, Dr. Hakeem Lumumba. Dr. Lumumba, I want to know, do you treat young people as well as adults or you just treat adults exclusively? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I am treating adolescents, and that's between the ages of 13 to 18, as well mm. as adults, uh, 18 years and older. And with the adolescents that I'm treating, most of them are, are being treated because of their use of marijuana. It's almost an epidemic. They're using marijuana to cope with the stress in their life. And so they're saying in order for me to cope with my environmental stress, I need marijuana. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings, call Bunchy! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. When you have the munchies, call Bunchies. Enjoyed the show? Leave a comment on the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Share the episode, subscribe to the podcast, Facebook about it, tweet about it, Instagram about it. Make the show a part of your weekly routine. Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's 
Our thought of the week comes from Matthew, the 25th chapter, verses 42 through 45. And it reads as follows. And it reads as follows. For I was a hunger, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee at hunger, or thirst, or stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, And as much as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. Jesus in this particular scripture chose not to deal with the spiritual characteristics or requirements like love, forgiveness, the keys of salvation that I needed to walk with him as he did with Nicodemus or the Pharisees. But instead, he decided to emphasize some of the natural necessities of human existence that are often overlooked and or undervalued by the very same people who call themselves followers of Christ. Jesus in this scripture decided to highlight and to emphasize a social gospel that is just as important and meaningful as the spiritual principles and precepts that he's looking for in every person that claims to be his child. He brilliantly and masterfully calls out those who claim to be so religious and pious by saying, for I was a hunger and he gave me no meat. I was thirsty and he gave me no drink. I was a stranger and he took me not in. Naked and he clothed me not. Sick and in prison and visited me not. These are all natural needs that Jesus is saying were not met by those who claim to follow him. And yet he was hungry and no one fed him. He was thirsty and no one gave him anything to drink. He was naked and no one clothed him. And the pious religious leaders in their self-righteous indignation spoke up and said, when did we do any of these things to you? When saw ye hungered or thirst or a stranger or naked or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. You see, Jesus flipped the script on those scribes and Pharisees and told them unequivocally who he more perfectly aligns himself with, and that is the least of these. And I believe this is a clear message for the church of today that while it's important for us to seek out the spiritual things of God, we should not neglect the social and societal problems and challenges that people in our world are faced with every day. Poverty, prison, police brutality, inequality and injustice are all social ills that will continue to need our attention and our commitment if we ever want to see change in our communities, neighborhoods and the like. The Bible says the poor ye will have with you always. And I believe that is so because they are a constant reminder of the agape love 
that we as Christians are supposed to show and demonstrate to the world. That's the real point of this series of shows that we're calling Politics in the Church because I believe it's time for us as a church to stand up and let our voice be heard in our communities and our neighborhoods. It's time for us as a church to speak truth to power and lend our voice to the cause of equality and justice in this country. Lend our voice to the plight of the poor and indigent. Lend our voices to the plight of the immigrant and the refugee looking for asylum in this country. We need to lend our voice to the problem of police brutality and let the Justice Department know that we will not stand idly by and watch the police kill our innocent black young men. This scripture, I believe, is a clarion call to Christians that there is still more work to do. There are still lives that need to be touched. There are still families that need to be reunited. There are still hearts that need to be mended. There's still inequality and injustice that needs to be eradicated. There is still a world out there that is broken. How do you know, preacher? Because Jesus said, when you did it not to the least of these, you did it not to me. hope you enjoyed the beginning of politics and the church series of shows with our first pastor dr freddie haynes pastor of friendship west baptist church in dallas texas we had a great time in part one of our discussion i learned so much from him and i know you did as well stay tuned for part two next week as we continue in our discussion of the political climate of this country And what is the church's role in all of this? It's a question that I'm sure is on the minds of many people across the country. And hopefully, Dr. Haynes has started a discussion and dialogue that can continue and has resonated with those of you who are listening to this show right now. Believe me, you don't want to miss next week's show. That's all I'm going to say about it. But don't miss next week's show. Thank you again for tuning in this week and every week for that matter. We hope you enjoy tonight's show. And so until next time, we'll be bringing you part two of our discussion of politics and the church with the incredible, incomparable Dr. Freddie Haynes. Always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, then you can be it. If you can be it, then you can achieve it. Power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. 
If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show giving voice to issues that matter to you.